Welcome to Talker Texas Ranger USA, the only official Walker Texas Ranger podcast and the only podcast being recorded by captives Chuck Norris in a bunker deep under his ranch. I'm Jared. I'm Devin. I'm Whit. And guys, I'm excited. I was cleaning out one of the back rooms, as you know, and we found these books, a whole series of novels. Looks like they were actually penned by Chuck Norris, but they're awesome. I was so just sad down here because I'm a big fantasy fan. And I was kind of bummed that, you know, being down here, I wasn't going to be able to watch Game of Thrones Mm -hmm. or, you know, read any cool new books. So finding uh, these books has been awesome. Yeah. A gift from Lord Walker. Uh, George R. R. Martin's uh, Winds of Winter is probably already out, but we're not going to get it down here anytime soon. So it's it's cool Mm -hmm. to find something, a rich high fantasy story that's like... In a whole other world. Yeah. Told over a countless number of books. I mean... A really original story set in an original world. Yeah, and the series is Featherbound, The Crystal Nest Chronicles, mm-hmm. and it's awesome. Yeah, I am a nesty bestie. <laughs> this is, it's official. It's all we've been talking about all week. Yeah. Right? I mean, I made my own uh, feather cape, I and mean, it's not real feathers, you know. It's they look just, like feathers. I, th- I thought they were. Though they're rat tops. Oh, wow. You're <laughs> yeah. getting really good at sewing those rat tops. You know, I kind of pretend that this is Lord Nordis's magic cloak. And, you know, I've just been kind of, you know, having fun all week. Yeah. Jumping yeah. in, jumping out of the shadows. Well, we, we should back up and let everyone know that the protagonist of this whole series is Cluck Nordis. Yes. Right. Hi, Lord Cluck Nordis. Yeah. With his powerful right wing. Yes. It's been so good. And I just, I, I hop out of the shadows and I let out my battle screech. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm just like living in the world. It's and, so, so much does, fun to have an escape. Yeah. And how does that sound? <laughs> Your battle screech? Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. says in the book, like, it sounded a lot like freedom. There's yeah. no words to describe his powerful battle screech, but it sounded a lot like freedom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how it sounds to uh, I mean, to Art. That's how I've been reading it. He might have just meant, like, it figuratively sounded like freedom, but I don't, I just thought No, no, no. Like, you are enveloped in this character. You don't even know this, but when you're asleep, like, you actually cluck like the Star Spangled Banner. And it's, <laughs> it's amazing. It's beautiful. It reminds me of the old times. These books... They cover a lot of ground. So I've I've already trucked through The Eggs of Nestaria, Flight from Nestaria. No spoilers. Yeah. The Right Wing of Nestaria. I got six or seven more of these to go, too. I mean... Yeah, no spoilers, because I'm not that far yet. Yeah, I'm only the first one. Yeah, um, but it's so good. So many interesting characters. So many plots to uncover. Mm -hmm. So he wrote these back in the 80s. Yeah, I'd never heard of these before. Yeah, Tor published these in the 80s. Mm Mm-hmm. There's like, there's the whole uh, open sword carry chapter. Mm-hmm. It's all about like, you know, everybody has the liberty to carry a sword yeah. wherever they want. We should mention that everyone in the character is a, a bird man. Oh, a bald eagle man. Right. Yes. Yeah. Like at first I thought it was weird that even though this is a fantasy world and it's completely made up, he still worships Jesus Christ. I thought that was strange, but I'm totally in now. Mm-hmm. Nasty he, bestie. He does talk about Jesus a lot. Mm-hmm. He, they call him Screechus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not very... Thinly veiled, though. <laughs> and I thought it was a little weird that a lot of Clog Norris's speeches were just kind of like borrowed from a lot of Reagan speeches in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Like he was, he gave that one speech to all the, the Eagle men and he referred to um, the crystal nest as a, the shining nest on the hill. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 
The, the, the one when they uh, made that uh, bird spaceship and it blew up and he gave that speech about, like, uh, that brought a tear to my eye. <laughs> the uh, Buck Buck Challenger. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that was awesome. Well, what do you guys think about his, um, his crow sidekick who's sort of like really bumbling and can never do anything right? Mm-hmm. That's good. I, I feel like I actually was uh, more invested in that character. Yeah. I feel like he didn't spend a lot of time on the name, Bird Vet, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't very it wasn't very clever. I mean, I get it. I like it. I feel like this is an interesting book because the main character the whole time is about seven steps ahead of any of the people plotting against him. Hmm. Their plots like barely get off the ground, and he's kicking in the door to their nest and rushing in with his royal guard and slashing away. At the bird cocaine dealers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and really the only ever challenge he has is when Bird Vet kind of fumbles it. Mm-hmm. When he drops all those yeah. eggs. Birdman oh, means yeah. well, though. When he's yeah. not trying to sleep with chick birds and, <laughs> you know, play with his bird computers. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was weird when, when High Lord Clock Nordis gave that speech about prayer in school. Yeah, because there's not even schools in this world, you know? He just kind of no, comes uh-uh. out of nowhere and he's just talking about it. Yeah, all of the other birds in the, like, little eaglets and stuff are just looking at each other and they're really confused. <laughs> but he just keeps going on. I mean, there's, like, the whole chapter of just speech that mm-hmm. he's giving to them. And that the one evil bird man who is like... Yeah, the vulture man. Yeah, and it was obvious that he was just like kind of a stand-in for Gorbachev because he had like the big stain on his head. Mm-hmm. And he, But he was all fat and dumb and he could like barely even speak. You know, so I feel like it wasn't enough of a real challenge for Cluck Nordis. Like he's so much better than every other character. Mm-hmm. And he has so many magical weapons, <laughs> so much magical armor that he's just wearing all the time. It's almost boring that he wins all the time. He but, wins all the yeah. time. But it's not, because it's all we have to do down here. I liked the bad guy's sidekick, the uh, bird leadist egg killer. <laughs> yeah. Who just wanted to kill all of the unborn eggs. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, and Cluck had a real problem with that yeah, guy. Yeah, well, I mean... He, the, he, he the, smacked him around with his right wing. Yeah, like all the, the female birds, like, want they didn't want the eggs anyway. Yeah, well, that's not up to them. They decided to lay the eggs, so... Yeah, it's a male They need birds. to hatch. Did you read the book? <laughs> it's it's a kind of the male bird's decision, you know? It's kind of Screech's Christ's decision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did get that. There are definitely, I mean, most of Flight from Nostaria is like about specifically that. Like, like yeah, I get it. I get it. I mean, it, I think the editor even quit at one point because it starts just saying abortion. <laughs> <laughs> and there's that, uh, there's a big plot in the first book where the bad guys are basically trying to take away everyone's swords. I hated those guys. They have a plot to go into yeah. everyone's houses, well, take away their they're, swords. They're saying it's because, you know, swords hurt people, swords hurt people, but then they take all the people's swords away, and then what do they do? They have all the swords, and they started telling everybody what to do. And the only yeah. guy who kept his sword, mm-hmm. Cluck Nordis. And he gave that speech, and he said, hey, swords don't kill people. People kill people. I've never seen a sword hurt anyone on its own without anyone swinging it. Yeah. And then he swung that sword through that dude's head. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. 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 You can't stop a bad bird with a sword. Only a good bird with a sword can stop a bad bird. You get where I'm going with this. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. When they momentarily lose their swords and then the talon band swoops swoops down on them. And, that was uh, awesome. I High was scared Lord, for a second. High Lord Cluck Nordis is like, see what you have wrought? I mean, because their religion is a religion of evil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They don't believe in Screech's Christ at all. <laughs> but they have all the boiled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> what? We, uh, I was trying to make an oil joke. <laughs> <laughs> they have all of the... But, 
Boil. They have, they, they have all of the crude boil. <laughs> boiled egg. Yeah. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> and the Talon band are always talking about B-Comed. <laughs> <laughs> Who they worship like he was a god, but yeah. he was just a man. You're not supposed to say his name out loud, man. Oh. Yeah. Well, then, like, he actually has drawings of Beekhamen that are, like, meant to be mm-hmm. offensive in the book. Yeah. Cluck Nordis makes drawings and puts <laughs> them up mm-hmm. as a challenge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's baiting the trap, you know? And it kind of had, like, a reverse Game of Thrones ending, where, like, if you've ever read Game of Thrones, it has, you know, kind of this ending you don't expect. But in this book, at the end, he cuts off the head of every single bad guy and semi-bad guy. Mm-hmm. It's, like, right. 40 people, and it's one long chapter... And he just goes into the detail about cutting each of their heads off <laughs> as they beg for mercy. They apologize, tell uh, Lord Nordis what they did They're wrong. They're change. Yeah. And he just cuts their heads off, goes to the next one, mm-hmm. who talks about how bad it was he cut the last guy's head off and yeah. how he's sorry and he'd never do it again. Swoop. Yeah. Yeah. And that paragraph just ends. And then Cluck Nordis severed his head. And then it just, I mean, mm-hmm. that's how every paragraph ends for that chapter. It's yeah. weird. It's like kind of like a form of poetry. It's so repetitive, you know? It <laughs> yeah, has like yeah. a beat. You always know where it's going. And right. it, it, I, it'll almost convince me what the bird is saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then Chuck severed his head. It seems like he was even getting bored with the severing because like he just starts sawing slowly, <laughs> you know, just to keep himself interested because he might not be so much there inside. I mean, he cut off the heads <laughs> of all 12 of the um, Supreme Beaks yeah. for the Supreme Beak right. Court. Yeah. A lot of the... Uh, the the Bach News. <laughs> a lot of the, the fake journalists who were um, tweeting... Birdalists. About, yeah, birdalists <laughs> that were tweeting false news, right? Everyone from See Hen Hen. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, as good as these books were... Um, they were the best. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, as best as they were. As best as these best books ever were. Mm-hmm. Uh, we the did best. we did have to to do something else to occupy our time this week, and we watched a two part stinker of an episode <laughs> of yeah. Walker. Yeah, with a cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, there were a lot of st- there was a lot of stuff I liked about the, this episode. The first one was better than the second one, but the first one was better, like actually better. The second one was better because it sucked so bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah so these, true. this was these were episode fifteen and sixteen. Something in the Shadows, parts one and two. Mm-hmm. Vengeance is the order of the day when Walker and Trevette discover that a violent former drug dealer is out to get them after they put him and his quote-unquote partner out of business. Meanwhile, Alex becomes emotionally involved when she takes on a student's rape case. None of that. No. I don't think that even happened. That yeah, what was happen. that all? That eh. doesn't happen at all. Yeah. yeah it that doesn't was... happen at all. That's a bad description. Mm-hmm. So, uh, summarize it better. Okay. So... The main plot, there's an evil drug dealer who is selling drugs, getting his girlfriend's son to uh, sell drugs. This is a nice kid played by Giovanni Ribisi, who's taking martial arts at school with Walker. And this is actually a pretty short story. I mean, he's selling drugs. He's a bad guy. He actually uh, goes after Walker. But at the end, Walker just goes and kicks his ass. Mm-hmm. Very right. much like any other bad guy. Right. So that's a plot. Mm-hmm. That's the A plot. Yep. And then the B plot. Um, I would say that would be the story about Walker and Trevette trying to find the rapist on the college campus. Right. Where Alex teaches. Yes. Everyone in this episode is teaching. Mm-hmm. Literally everyone. Alex is a teacher. Walker's a teacher. There's like... Was Trevette teaching? Kind of. Trevette was teaching what not how not to drive a car. Yes. Okay. <laughs> we will definitely get to that because there's a big shootout action scene mm-hmm. and Walker and Trevette walk right into this ambush. Trevette hops in his car to 
<laughs> sure. That really didn't make was sense. Was he trying to? Okay, I'm going to tell you it's, what happens, <laughs> and then we'll try to explain it. Trevette, while they're getting attacked, yeah, it's so jumps, badass. jumps in his like red sports Firing car. Firing his gun out the window. Yeah, jumps in his red sports car, drives it right off a ramp into yeah. the water. Like, he drives off the ramp, and you're like, ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like shooting his gun. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, kerplunk. <laughs> the and then he just sinks, and you're like, god damn it, Trevette, you idiot. <laughs> I, I mean, Trevette makes a heroic escape. <laughs> Pretty yeah. much. Or he doesn't drown heroically, I guess. So every mm. week we try to find ways to make these episodes a lot better, right? Because yes. they're, they're pretty bad. We want to reboot them and get this thing the recognition it deserves. <laughs> well, we're being forced to. <laughs> I mean, I'd yeah. like to, I, I, I do want to help, but it's kind of, you know, not a choice at this point. L- look at this guy who doesn't have Stockholm Syndrome over here. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying right yeah. now, right now, rebooting uh, Walker, Texas Ranger isn't the project I want to work on. Yeah. I want to adapt these books. <laughs> mm. Nesty bestie. Yeah. I want to adapt Featherbound, the Crystal Nest Chronicles to a pay TV dark fantasy special. Right. A la Game of Thrones. And instead of so much sex and violence, how about it just has violence? Mm-hmm. You know, why does it always have to have sex? And yeah. I think that Chuck will be happier with that if we drop out the nudity. Yeah. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody should see that ever. <laughs> that's, Plus, what, that's what he's always telling us. Yeah. Plus, it would just be like naked bird women, which is kind of weird. You get used to it. <laughs> You've seen BoJack Horseman. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought the I thought Trevette driving his car like into the water could have could have been really cool if it turned into a submarine. <laughs> well, I was gonna say that. Do you think that Trevette thought that like when he bought his car that it was a spy <laughs> maybe, hunter? Car? Maybe it was. Maybe he's done it before because it is probably a computer car. <laughs> well, I think he just bought it. <laughs> it just someone, didn't work. Someone told him this is a spy hunter car. When you drive this into the water, it'll turn to a boat. <laughs> That's what it looked like. <laughs> maybe he bought it and he was like, "Is this the car from Spy Hunter?" And they're like, "It uh, is yeah, definitely yeah. not the car from Spy Hunter." <laughs> It will not turn into a boat. It will not turn into an airplane yeah. or yeah. anything like that. Yeah. Wink, wink, Well, pal. he's like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> wink, wink. I know the Spy Hunter car when I see one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is his car that he's had for like the last, you know, 12 episodes. Yeah. So like this was a big deal. He's very mm-hmm. touchy it, about it too. Yeah. I, I thought like it's it's the most like character arcy thing I've seen so far that like if through two episodes, it matters what happens to a character. His car goes in the water and then it's screwed up. And the next one. Yeah. Well, whereas Walker's truck, even though he drives it through a barn, mm-hmm. is fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, he has to give it up because they're driving a CD's precious clunker around. But, but by the end of the episode, he has his car back and it's good. Uh, this yeah. is a very car heavy episode. Yeah. Got a lot of heavy, a lot of teaching, a lot there. of cars, a lot of rape. Good Lord. They said the yes. word rape at least 500 yeah. times. It's like they just learned this word and they're like, oh, <laughs> we need to say what this is so people know. <laughs> yeah. What about the rape? We should go check on that rape. Someone said in the writer's room, what about, what if we have an episode about rape? And Chuck Norris was like, what? <laughs> and he was like, you know, women don't want to have sex. Right. And it's like well, a fucking Well, then sex you just term. forced them to. Oh, well, well, that's called rape. Okay. Well, why would we write about that? Because oh, so this is Wait, totally fiction. <laughs> oh, science fiction. A science fiction episode. <laughs> I feel like that was definitely a thing about with the uh, at the school the uh, elitist you know liberals aren't good at things and are short and not good at fighting and mm-hmm. probably rapists and sleazy and godless. Yeah, this this had some pretty funny scenes with the actual professors. So Walker and Trevette are going around interviewing professors because one student tells them, "Oh, I think the rapist was a professor." Yeah, right, and that's all it was. <laughs> this professor that was there, why did why was he trying to cover up 
the investigation stuff. I know. They bait and switch like five times. Like at but first, it like doesn't even make any sense because that I guy know. wasn't the mer- wasn't the rape. It was so just like, oh, we'll be really clever though. And it just will be this guy for some reason, the guy you haven't <laughs> even seen yet. Like, wow, what a neat twist. That was that was really stupid. Because they even had a bait and switch in the first episode. Like you think yeah. it's the, the janitor. Right. And it's like, oh, okay. But no, it's the guy with the turtleneck who's dating Alex because he sucks. Yeah. And, and then like, it's not him. It's some new guy. Hey, janitor, why do you have all those those girls' clothes? I, I find things and I keep and I keep some. <laughs> keep some. What's wrong with that? Right. There's no law against. Right, right. They were like, oh, you don't like women? He's like, I love women when they know their place. They're like, oh, God, this guy's a jerk. <laughs> Which is weird because this episode kind of like is on his side mm-hmm. because he's accused of the rapes and the show comes down and says like, hey. Yeah, it's a slam dunk. Even. Yeah. yeah. And, and then so basically Trevette says, oh, we got our guy. And Walker says, oh, no, I think he's just a peeper. <laughs> An honest. <laughs> yeah. Honest peeper, Those man. are barely sex crimes. We're looking for a rapist, Trevette. Yeah, he just peeped. He's yeah. just a man. Yeah, there, there's a weird peeping <laughs> theme in this show. It's very strange. <laughs> Lots of peeping. It's very pro-peep. Yeah, we're, we're infinity peep deep. Peep supreme. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there was supposed to be like, you thought it was going to be the turtleneck dweeb that's dating Alex and not the janitor, but then you meet this whole new character that makes no sense and like, he's the bad guy. And he's, he's this, also a professor, right? Yeah, and he's a sleazy, elitist, uh, godless professor who bangs young girls three quarters of the way through the second episode three quarters of the way through the second episode yeah, um, this, yeah this great scene this scene's pretty good and also i mean this is just how this show is treating these college professors i mean this is like this is just feels like yeah this is what they're all like to, to let you know he has his feet up on the desk and his hands behind his head he is totally relaxed and sleazy professor bilbin what you're saying is you have no problem with professors dating coeds is this a great job or what <laughs> Okay. Seriously. Sure. Everybody's going a little crazy now because of all this sexual harassment stuff. And the schools all have rules about it. But hey, everybody's doing it. Why not? This is a college campus. And all of the women here are way past the age of consent. Why did you leave RMU? Time to move on. Did you quit or were you thrown out? I did not invite you guys into my office to be insulted, okay? You asked me your questions, I answered them. So you're sure you've never met the three girls that were attacked here on campus? No! Alan? Yeah? You have a class in five minutes? Okay. Thanks, darling. (laughs) Do you guys really think... That I'm the kind of guy that has to get his jollies by raping women? You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> like, Walker actually, like, averts his eyes after he says that, and he's like, yeah, that's, that's a really good point. <laughs> he's really handsome. Yeah, yeah, Walker and Trevette both look like, yeah, this is They're a like, handsome guy. That's true. This is definitely a non-rapist guy. Rapists are ugly yeah. monster men. Yeah. He's like, did you just see how much my secretary wanted to bang me? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it creepy, though, that he's talking about um, sleeping with students and he's talking about age of consent Mm -hmm. instead of just being like, oh, all these women are adults. You know, everyone going to school is an adult. I feel like if you say the words age of consent, you're like immediately a super creep. Me thinks you are guilty. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go rapist. (laughs) No. All these girls are over the age of consent. 
It isn't rape if you're a hot yeah. enough dude. I checked. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, this is the B plot. Um, yeah, it was stupid and out of nowhere. It would have been cooler. It made more sense if it was the guy Alex was dating. Like that would have <laughs> been interesting. So I mean, it was predictable, but it was like, okay, this makes sense. And, and you know, it, I didn't like I didn't like that other guy. The nerdy, the nerdier professor who yeah. I thought was was going to be the rapist. He I think, was and to I suck. liked, I liked this other guy that's the rapist. He was pretty <laughs> handsome and carried himself well. Yeah. yeah, I'm sort of sad that it's him. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not sure that it was. I don't. This is such a bad episode. They definitely don't resolve it. <laughs> this is like a big part of the episode, uh-huh. and they don't resolve it. Right? Right. Did he do it? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Walker one. Really doesn't Walker matter. Walker one. Whatever I guess. happened. I guess they intend for you to think that, but they definitely don't lay it out. Mm-hmm. And um, it could have definitely been the janitor. Can we can we just drop this whole uh, rape plot? I'd like to just to drop, drop it. Ra- yeah. Drop it. Yeah, it wasn't handled very well. They didn't really know what they were talking about. That's why they said rape 600 times. Yeah. <laughs> I think our episode needs to be 100% about drugs, sports cars, and... And sports cars going into the lakes. <laughs> and yeah. martial arts. And... The bad guy that looks just like Steven Tyler. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that guy he's was cool. Super, he's super creepy. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. Kurt yeah. Nipo. Yeah. Yeah, not <laughs> a handsome rapist super creepy. He's a like... Steven Tyler super creepy. <laughs> yeah. He's like monster Steven Tyler, right? Yeah. I was really hoping that like halfway through they would just like... He'd just bust out into like a love in an elevator Me thing. Me three. Uh, that's all I wanted the whole time. Like every time he like, talked, I just wanted him to be like, listen here, you little twerp. You better deliver this cocaine because sweet emotion. <laughs> We're going to sell so many drugs. We're going to be living it up. I'll go in. So there's a scene. Okay. So yeah, this is good. Because like later there's a scene where Tony, um, the good kid, his soon-to-be stepson or whatever, is out making one of Kurt Nipo's deliveries on his bike. And he's like bombing these city streets on his bike, yeah, <laughs> driving in front of cars and stuff. And and he gets a little carried away and, and dumps his bike over. Mm-hmm. The bag that he's carrying busts open and it's boring old cocaine. Mm-hmm. How great would it have been if it was like half of a microphone stand with a microphone <laughs> and it had like tassels all over it? <laughs> and he's like, oh my God. Yeah. And my mom's dating Steven Tyler. <laughs> Uncle Uncle Kurt is Steven Tyler. For real. So he did look like Steven Tyler, but he looked like... Okay, he, this actor actually was in Buffy the Vampire Slayer for a few episodes mm-hmm. where he played a vampire, but mm-hmm. his face kind of already looks like that. Yeah. He looks like if Steven Tyler was on Buffy and then turned into a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he looks like. He's Steven yeah. Tyler wearing the Buffy the Vampire Slayer vampire makeup. Yeah, That's super totally. creepy. I, what if I was hoping how we do the episode? Yeah, I think at the end, Walker just needs to dust him. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> yeah, maybe with like the janitor's mop. Yeah, and I'm yeah. going down. <laughs> <laughs> Can we please have? I want this to be a real crossover. I want Buffy or Xander to show up. I I, I, I want Xander to show up. <laughs> I want Xander to yeah, show up too. To be honest. I also want I also want Chuck to be training and he's like hitting the punching bag um in the back of like the uh, magic store and Trevette is kind of like Giles where he's saying stuff and Chuck Norris is just too cool and he's ignoring him. That's pretty outside the box and I think it's crazy but the boss wrote this entire fantasy world so he's a lot more he's got a lot more layers than I knew. <laughs> he might be into it. Maybe he'd be open to making this a tie-in into his books. Yeah. That'd be mm-hmm. good. Like maybe um 
maybe Trevette's car is like one of those winged chariots. And when he goes and dives into the water, instead of it diving, he just like the wings unfurl and it just flies off. But it's like a sports chariot. I like that idea. And I feel like at the end, we can just have a very subtle nod to the books. Like Walker, you know, beats the bad guy and he finds like the eggs. He finds these like nice, like polished diamond eggs, Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. we know... Those are the heartthrob eggs. Right. Like, we'll all go yes. like, oh, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa. Yeah. And he just goes. That's the. Yeah. And he goes, he just looks at the camera. He's like, I know a friend who I can send these <laughs> to. Right. And it's just this time. Oh, and then we know shit. it's a Walker Featherbound shared uh, universe. Awesome. Shared yeah. Walker verse. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, it Norse plays verse. the Featherbound theme, you know. I love it. Yeah. Just in the background a little bit. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. This episode sucked. They definitely didn't need two parts. And no, it's right? funny. I was thinking about that. I even looked up the, uh, you know, when these came on, they were a yeah. week apart. But like, this was a big deal because at, at the end of the first episode, Gervette drives into the, you know, the lake oh, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, there's actually a cliffhanger. Like, Whoa, yeah. there's actually a stunt. And then like, uh, and Walker gets bumped by a boat, gets knocked unconscious, <laughs> yeah. which I was really disappointed in. Like, wow, suddenly he's a total wuss. But yeah, you have like, oh gosh, it's your first to be continued because it's the first time you've seen Walker like get sort of bested. Yeah. And knocked out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We actually get to see Walker get captured in this episode. Mm-hmm. But Witt's 100% right. There's not enough stuff in this episode no. to make it they, a two-parter. They just wanted to do a cliffhanger. They were like, what if we do this? Oh, and you're it'll right. make people crazy. And then like, you know, because people were like, they watched that. And then they were like, oh, God, what's going to happen next week? And they gathered around. They made dinner. This is 1993. And they watched episode I th- two. I think you're totally right. I feel like the writers started from there. <laughs> like, let's make this a two-part <laughs> episode. Not, yeah. And they like started from. Trevette like, could drive his car into the water for. Yeah, still, I mean, I don't like, think we talked enough about how that it, makes no sense. What else? <laughs> what else is around water? Mm, uh, boats, I, I guess. I feel right? like they're totally right. They started with that, and they were like, "We'll find a way to make it make sense." Yeah. and they just didn't give and a they shit. They wrote another shitty, mediocre <laughs> episode and just stretched it out into two. They were like, "Man, I'm tired. Let's get Wendy's. <laughs> Forget mean, about it. We'll write. We'll write yeah. something real quick." I mean, quick. we didn't think this was enough content to spend our time on doing two episodes. So this show God made a big no. mistake. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and our time is much less valuable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of like Chuck Norris being kind of like a, a wuss in this episode, um, Kurt Nipo, the bad guy, is like also a black belt, right? He's like a black belt yeah, kickboxer. He was kickboxing champion in Folsom Prison. And he like, <laughs> yeah, he kind of like really beats uh, Walker up a bit. Does he? Yeah. I, he I knocks like, him on the ground and stuff. But does, wasn't that because Walker was already getting attacked by other people? Or something Something else Maybe. got Walker on the ground, and then he was kind of attacking Walker while he was down. And when Walker got up, yeah, it was over pretty quickly. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and uh, he doesn't blast through any glass in this episode. No, lame. But there is a scene where he's trapped in a meth lab. I guess it's supposed to be a cocaine lab, mm-hmm. and you just make cocaine with yeah. meth lab vials? Don't know how that works. And boiling? Yeah. Um, but he's, they're like, one of the containers gets like near some fire and the guys, this guy's like, look out, look out, it's going to blow. And he's not concerned for his own life. He's concerned for Walker's life Mm -hmm. and Walker like blasts through the shiplap (laughs) of the, of this uh, building. Yeah. He does blast through the wall. So he he doesn't blast their window, but he does something a little more impressive. Yeah. He does some blasting. (laughs) Yeah. Um, which is interesting because. Walker kills people every once in a while, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for the most part, he kind of tries to avoid it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he makes, he'll like he throw a gun some, down or whatever. He makes and... some attempt. They they kill a couple guys in the very beginning of this episode. And I remember Trevette shoots the dude 
And he has this look on his face, like he's like, oh, Jesus, I just killed someone. He does, this is the he first does. Time, I'm pretty sure it's the first time we've seen Trevette kill someone. And I thought that was going to be Maybe. in the episode. Yeah. And he was going to have to talk to Walker and be like, you know, I, I got I to gotta live with this. But they just never bring it up again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's really true. Um, but Walker basically kills an entire drug lab full of people. Yeah. And no one else lives. Hmm. The building explodes and he just like walks away. Yeah. Or, he doesn't just walk away. He walks through a puddle that like Trevette and CD are standing on either side of. And I, I, I thought there was some Christ-like imagery there. He's like got the explosion behind him, totally badass. <laughs> and he definitely and he walks through the puddle. And he definitely and, didn't break the surface of the puddle. Yeah. Like he walked over the water and he is Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Praise Jesus. Um, yeah. And he, he like, I love that on Walker, Texas Ranger, Chuck Norris can't be rescued by Trevette and CD. Right. They they're, can get they're outside. There. Yeah. With a gun that's as loaded as a sailor on a Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what CD said? Yeah. Oh, man. He oh. had a lot of those good ones, too. Oh, I yeah. actually, actually kind of like the scene where Walker is kidnapped and CD and Trevette are like, this is fucking on now. Yeah. And go out to like take care yeah. of business yeah. and are like roughing people up. Oh, and, like, CD's yeah. like, it's fucking on. It's like the rules don't make, like even Trevette's yeah. like rules, man, fuck those things. We got to go save yeah. Walker. Yeah. I thought that was yeah. actually cool. I actually yeah. got excited. It was cool, and then Walker just saves himself because he doesn't need their help. <laughs> Here's another good scene. Basic, basically, we had that, and then, like, CD just went gambling. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, how do you play this game? They, like, break into a gambling den, and Trevette, like, roughs up a witness. And uh, CD's just in the background playing craps. Hitting on women. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, CD, that coot. You know, and he's actually like a pretty good actor. I feel like he's becoming one of my more favorite characters. Noble Willingham? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's great. Yeah. He's got great confusing uh, uh, sayings that he says yeah. all the time. Yeah. Another uh, one that he says here is he says, uh, well, don't stand there like a tree full of owls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was trying to figure out what that means. Oh. Guess they just stare at you. yeah i guess so i guess that's it uh i mean they do have big eyes i guess Uh, i mean we could definitely tie this into the bird nest chronicles (laughs) yeah anyone at the end when um giovanni rabisi goes to like kill his you know dad or stepdad they throw the bag of cocaine at his face and it explodes on his face you know and that's how they like get the gun from him or whatever and he's got the cocaine all over his face and A, I would have just thought it would be great if he just, you know, like snorted some of it. And he's been taking his karate lessons from Walker and just goes ape shit, and just kills like everyone, like kicking heads off and stuff like that. That was PCP. But, <laughs> yeah. but and, and then B, like later, like after Walker beats the bad guy, the, the dad, like he's on the ground and the kid comes over and he's like, look, it doesn't look so tough now, does he? And uh, Gina Verbisi looks down at him and the coke's all gone. It's just gone from his face. <laughs> and I swear to God. You'll have to watch it and buy the DVDs if you want to see it. He like licks his corner of his mouth. Like he just like finished up the cocaine. Like, oh man, it doesn't look too tough. I'm so high. He's got a very long tongue. Um, I can't believe we haven't talked about all the romance in this episode. Yeah. A lot of will they, won't they? There's more of that in this episode than there has been the entire season. It's like everybody's just out in the open about it now. They're not like just giving weird looks. They're like, why don't you date her and marry her and have babies yeah <laughs> they are Alex pestering him like yeah. crazy mm-hmm. yeah there's no doubt that that's what she wants mm-hmm. she's only dating these other guys like to fuck with him yeah yeah well walker's like uh maybe maybe after i beat the drug dealers and after we solve the rape case maybe then i'll think about talking to alex but he's embarrassed oh he's definitely embarrassed mm-hmm. he's like a middle schooler yeah, yeah. But she thinks it's funny because she's so enamored with him. Like, she just laughs off every time he's a dick. And she tries to talk to him about it, right? Mm-hmm. 
So how could we make this better? What can be done? Uh, how do we juice this romance up? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really juice it? Yeah. Maybe CD and Trevette and everybody else, they're just like always peeping on them. <laughs> hoping that it's good then the tonight's the night and it's gonna happen i feel like that fits with the all the peeping the show already yeah, does that would be easy the boss will like that um, maybe they're doing it and they get into peeping position and like the janitor's also there and they're like oh hey janitor <laughs> you mind if we just squeeze in here and he's like oh yeah sure I think that's a good idea. I feel like we also need to um and we can work this into it. We need to really sexualize Walker more. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. shirt off, CD, Trevette peeping with that guy. Um, and then Alex just sees and she just like her tongue sticks out. <laughs> like it just gets <laughs> Auga. Yeah. Lots of augas. Like mm-hmm. maybe she's know, like, oh Walk- she picks up her jaw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Walker, you dropped your chest cream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's oh, always thanks. like that. Oh, I got hurt in that explosion. Alex, can you help me out? Doctors say you have to massage my chest. Yeah. And then uh, like a 45 minute hardcore sex scene. <laughs> no, like, so, Depends I mean, which, which network we're going with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We can definitely do that on HBO. But if we can't get HBO, I feel like we just need to like play it up. So Walker is totally clueless about it. But like he's just like in a speedo and just like flexing and he's like doing it for a case and Alex is just watching for yeah. like 10 minutes and it, it he's helps like, him think yeah he's like I've got to I've got to do this I've got to do my exercises and he's uh, like Ugh, right Ugh. wrong mm. <laughs> a lot of squat thrusts and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> mostly squat thrusts <laughs> Alex is just peeping on him how could you not we all peep on him every week <laughs> should we rate this one um, I guess <laughs> if we have to, <laughs> if we have to. Okay. So I'm just going to, I'm going to start. I'll say based on the fact that this was like half of an episode's content in two episodes, yeah. I'm going to give it, um, one janitor's Bernoos. That's yeah. it. Yeah. I can't go higher than that. I gave, I've already given one half of Bernoos. I feel like this had some good scenes in it. Mm-hmm. Do you know Honor Rubisi? Yeah. You know, it had some good stuff. Peeping janitors. Peeping janitors. Mm-hmm. I would say one Bernoos. One janitors, crusty Bernoos. Yeah, this one did not do it for me. It should have been like half an episode at best. They stretched out to two episodes. One Bernoos full of owls. <laughs> <laughs> Standing there like a Bernoos full of owls. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I, you know, want to be contrarian, I'm going to go with one and a half. Okay. Bear Nooses. What? Uh, yeah, I know. I, I did like the first one. I thought the first one was pretty good. It had Giovanna Rubisi. Like, I, I thought it was a neat story. The second one was such a pile of crap, but like the first one was okay. Anyway, so I'll, I'll do one and a half um, malfunctioning robot cars that are supposed to turn into boats but sink to the bottom of the lake. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I'd like to change mine to uh, one feathered warrior battle Bernoose. Now we're talking. Mm. I just I just can't quit thinking about the Feathered Nest Chronicles. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I I would like to get back to reading it as soon as possible. Well, there are eight, nine, ten more more novels at least. Yeah, and who knows when they're going to, the next one's going to come down the tube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope he's still writing them. <laughs> yeah, I hope. I mean, probably not. He says mm-hmm. he is, but he's got a lot of other projects and he's over 70 now. He's like the R.A. Salvatore of bird fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, but he's got a pretty busy schedule with, you know, rebooting Walker, his charity work, his water company, his racing team, coming down here and beating my ass all the time. (laughs) Shit, he's got a lot of ventures. Yeah. Yeah. And he won't lay off you. (laughs) 
that's for sure. <laughs> Good God. Yeah. He, sometimes he'll just walk right past me instead of just well, stepping right over my throat <laughs> to get to you. But yeah. I mean, he's been beating me like kind of as a lesson to you guys. And he's just like, watch what I do to your friend. Yeah. But I feel like you guys are bored of it by now. It doesn't have any effect, right? No, it's not for us. It's for him. Like, like, and you're 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 the biggest fan of the books, you know. Yeah. And like, it's like he wants to destroy something he loves. Or it's very strange. I don't know. Maybe that's why he can't finish it. It's a whole psychology thing. I like how he's he's like beating you, and then he's like, oh, oh, you're on book four, and you know, because <laughs> he sees you at it like dog-eared, you know. What do you yeah. think? Yeah, yeah, I don't care. And he, and he, he sat, he sat Indian style and put his uh, chin in his hands. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what you thought about the funny part. Yeah, he tricked me into opening up. <laughs> yeah, and he really. Well, you know, you know, he gets when he gets a, gets enough applesauce in him. He's <laughs> he's a master manipulator. <laughs> <laughs> What's next week? Next week we have episode seventeen on deadly ground. It's time to kick some butt south of the border when Walker and Trevette <laughs> yeah. defy international law and agree to help Walker's former partner, who's being held by Mexican thugs. Oh, please have his former partner be Steven Seagal. That would be great. Wasn't that a, that oh, wasn't that a, wasn't that a Steven Seagal movie on Deadly Ground? Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> that would be so Sounds good. Like a movie. It, it should be if it wasn't, and I hope that it's Steven Seagal. And it definitely be great. cannot be. The, the Their two, egos would like. I know. The two most invincible Collide. guys ever on screen. Like, <laughs> nobody could ever land a punch. So what if they have to fight each other? Like, can God make a man so invincible he can't punch his face? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that kind of like a um, Fast and Furious thing? Like, supposedly, like, Vin Diesel on the rock, like... I haven't seen the movies. I've only read the books. <laughs> <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't either. But I, I, I heard that, like, those two guys are both so, like, full of themselves that neither of them are willing to be in a fight where they lose, so they can't fight each other. Well, this is Vin no Diesel shit. and who? And The Rock. Oh, yeah. They like, that makes sense. They like hate each other, but neither mm-hmm. of them will get in a fight even on, when on one screen. was a bad guy because neither of them, like in their contract, can lose a fight. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, I mean, The Rock would totally win. Just saying. <laughs> They're just like, oh, well, I'll agree to disagree then. And yeah. it, it feels really weird. And you're like, why'd they put that in there? <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm here at Fast and the Furious 12. I want to see some fucking action. I don't want to see two mm -hmm. guys like agree to disagree. (laughs) Ridiculous. Will you want to see two guys agree to disagree while driving fast cars? Yes. Mm -hmm. That's how they get you. I will see muscle dudes driving fast cars. cars. Muscle dudes driving muscle cars. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Into muscle lakes to turn into muscle boats. (laughs) Right on muscle beach. (laughs) God, this should have been a Fast and Furious crossover oh, episode. They would be that's so big right now. Oh, and all the car stuff. Maybe the next one will be. Okay. Trevette's, <laughs> Trevette's just hanging like his big beefy arm. It's like impossibly beefy. Yeah, too beefy. <laughs> yeah, like we want to get Clarence Gilliard into the Fast and Furious movies. So we get him to work out and get really ripped. Um, but he just, just to get him to focus on the one arm so he looks good in a car. Yeah. Yeah. He, he just you needs know? the one shot. Yeah, we just need him in the car. He'll never get out of the car, mm-hmm. right? And he'll just drive up. Like the rock will be walking alone in the desert and be like, I'm a successful businessman and I own 70 cars. Um, and Vin Diesel will be like, me too. We're both as good as each other. And then Clarence Gilliard will come up in a car and be like, hey, I'm a bad guy. And then they'll both beat the shit out of him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I kidnapped your daughter or something and then they'll fight. <laughs> Kidnapped your daughter or something. <laughs> yeah, it's part 12. We're kind of just filling oh. it in at this point. <laughs> I would watch that. Yeah, yeah who wouldn't? Mm-hmm. But man, they're going to kick some butt in this episode. Yeah. Like verbatim. 
kick some butt. Nice. In Mexico, so there's international law, no law. <laughs> I want them to break every law. Mm-hmm. So they will be kicking to the leg in this one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. International rules apply, baby. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can't oh, wait. shit. Well, you guys can reach us at talkerpod at gmail.com or reach us on Twitter at, at talkertxranger. Remember 1642. 1642. And please save us. Save us. Please, God, save us. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.